Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Welcome to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Thursday so far. If you want to hit me up, you can do that. Tuttle at gmail.com. Questions or comments, or you just want to tell me that I plain fucking suck, you can do that by emailing me. Tuttle at gmail.com. Don't forget, guys, I'm doing a giveaway every single week. At the beginning of the week, it resets. But starting on Mondays, if you retweet or share any of my tweets, Facebook messages, any of my social media accounts. If you share something that I post that's promoting the Tuttle Daily Podcast and you help me get the word out, you're automatically going to be registered to win one of my brand new FlexFit Tuttle merchandise hats. And I'm telling you, it is great quality. You, you would think, oh, this is a podcast. This guy this guy does his podcast at a place called the Hobo Fish Camp and a beat up PT Cruiser, a 2006 PT Cruiser. So how great could his merchandise be? Well, it's pretty goddamn good because the guys at Stitch You Up, yep, Eric over at Stitch You Up, he's over in Deland. He just got his business started. He has so much experience when it comes to apparel, embroidery, putting your logo on stuff. Hell, you know those little keychains, pens, pencils, stickers, and shit like that that radio stations give away? Yes, Eric at Stitch You Up, they do every bit of that. So look him up, search Stitch You Up. He's on every type of social media that you could imagine. Don't forget, every week. And I'll throw this in. You don't have to retweet or share anything that I'm doing. If you just want to promote the Tuttle Daily Podcast, make sure you tag me so I can see it. You'll be registered as well. Hello, everybody. I have an announcement. Let me just take you back a year. I was working in radio. I was in terrestrial broadcast radio. I hate using terrestrial radio. That is a term that somebody started. I don't know who the hell started it, but it started when they they came out with podcasts. Podcasts still weren't big. Then when XM came out with satellite radio, I mean, that was a little bit bigger, but it still didn't get taken seriously enough. It It wasn't until Sirius XM merged together when Sirius and XM Radio merged with Howard Stern being on their platform. And that's when Sirius XM started to be legitimate. It got taken seriously. Then now it, it was a little bit of a battle. You have Sirius XM, you have terrestrial radio, which I don't like to call it terrestrial radio. It's just broadcast radio. That's a term that satellite and podcast made up just to make a difference, to be able to define each other. Now, podcasts started growing, started getting bigger locally here in Orlando, Tom and Dan, a mediocre time with Tom and Dan, Tom Van, Daniel Dennis, you know them from Real Radio 104.1. I I had the chance to work with them for over a decade. And I got to tell you, they had a good thing going, guys. I don't think you realize with Tom and Dan, what they gave up to go out on their own. I don't know if you guys realize how big of balls they have to do that. They both had wives. I don't think they had kids yet. No, they did not have kids yet. So that didn't make it as bad. But they moved on. They had a job, a secure job that they had for a while. Daniel left first. Daniel left iHeartRadio first to go out, get everything ready. And and Tom had to work out his contract because that's the type of guy Tom Van is. He 
honored his contract. He worked the rest of it out. Then he left and joined Daniel. And now the rest is history. But they left a very, very secure job on a syndicated number one show in Orlando. Think about that. They were getting paid well. They had time off. Full insurance. Think about that, guys. They, they left the place with full insurance. They were flying without a safety net. They were walking that tightrope. And if they would have fell off and gotten sick or something would have happened, they would have been absolutely fucked. But I got to give Tom Ban and Daniel Dennis all the props in the world because I never in a million years thought this podcast thing would be as huge as it is now. It's hard to describe. I'll admit, until recently, I was one of those guys. I look, I kind of look down on podcasts because terrestrial radio is where it is. And I don't want you to think that, oh, I'm done with terrestrial radio. No, I'm not done with it. I have all intentions of going back to it because look what Tom, Dan, and Daniel Dennis has done. They're doing their podcast. They were doing it for a while. And then Real Radio was like, fuck, these guys are absolutely murdering everybody when it comes to producing content. Let's bring them on. Pit them on at nights. And you know what? That helped their brand grow even more in the podcast genre. I, I got, listen, I will say Tom, Dan, and Daniel Dennis pulled the biggest pimp move that you could in broadcasting. They told the company that they were originally working for, peace out, guys. We're off to better and bigger things. Then they go off and do those bigger and better things, and they do it so well that their own people, the guys that they walked out on, and I'm not saying walk out on as a bad thing. They just, they they had bigger and better dreams, and they moved on. I mean, think about that. that that's like your longtime girlfriend leaving you going out and fucking a bunch of black dudes and coming back and be like, and and you beg her to come back. You beg her to come back. Baby, I'll forgive you. And listen, I I didn't say black guys is a bad thing. I'm just thinking of what white people, uh, not me particularly. I don't care. Hell, if I was dating somebody and and she had sex with a black dude, I I could care less. What I'm saying is, is that that's one of the fears of white men. That's why I brought it up. I was trying to make the scenario even more worse than what it could to prove to a point how pimp of a thing that Daniel Dennis and Tom Van did to iHeartRadio. They're the chick that left you. They went to podcasts. The black guy. Definitely. Podcast has a bigger dick uh, per se. I mean, if we're, if we're dealing with, you know, analogies here, podcast has the bigger dick over iHeartRadio. Okay. So Tom Van and Daniel Dennis, they go with the uh, big dick podcast. You know, they're getting wallered out. They're getting hammered. They're getting fucked hard. And then iHeartRadio, their former boyfriend's like, please, baby, take me back. Take me back. I'll do whatever you need to. I'll give you anything you want. And then Tom Van and Daniel Dennis come back and show some attention to iHeartRadio. And I'm not saying Tom Van and Daniel Dennis are sluts. No, hell no. They're smart. Tom Van and Daniel Dennis are workers. They're playing it smart, working smart. That's how you get ahead in this business. So in closing, what I'm trying to say, since we're dealing with analogies, since I'm working with analogies here in this commentary about podcasts and Joe Rogan, iHeartRadio, they're the cuck. iHeartRadio, yeah, I said it. Even though I worked with them and it's just jokes, it's just parody, guys. Fuck, I would be a whore and go work for iHeartRadio right now if they called me. Fuck, I'd become an intern on iHeartRadio. What I'm saying is iHeartRadio is the cuck. Tom Van and Daniel Dennis are the girlfriend in podcasts. They are the big dick black guy. And iHeartRadio, they like to watch Tom and Dan get fucked by the big dick black man, which is podcasts. They walked out on him, went out, fucked and blew some other dudes, and then come back like nothing ever happened. It's not like Tom and Dan wanted to come back. I'll admit, I'm absolutely robbing Tom and Dan, their business model. 
I'm taking it. I'm doing it in small little spurts. I'm sure that they never broadcasted out of a goddamn car in, in a fish camp. I know they did. Yeah, I, I was there with them when they first started doing the podcast in Daniel's original house with Andrea. So they took a big risk and, and it's paying off now. And I'm happy for them. I am absolutely happy for them. And I've seen some people. I, I've seen some people make these comments to Tom and Dan. And these same people are making these same comments to Joe Rogan. And they're calling him a fucking sellout. The podcast is moving to Spotify. I signed a multi-year licensing agreement with Spotify that will start on September 1st. You know, I'm not sure, but I, I'm almost positive that Joe Rogan has been on YouTube since the beginning of his uh, Joe Rogan Experience podcast. He's been there. And listen, there are some people, they are a select few that make big, big bucks on YouTube. But what YouTube is paying out, YouTube is just giving you guys a platform to be able to post your videos. They're really not doing much of the work. It's most of the people that are that are content creators on YouTube that are pitting out the stuff. They're the reason that people keep coming to YouTube and watching it, using their product. And the money that they pay out, yes, they're paying out money, but not what Joe Rogan deserved. And Joe Rogan, he got a great deal. He went to Spotify. And for you guys that are calling Joe Rogan a sellout, I'm just calling it like it is. You were never really true fans of Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan experience. You weren't. You weren't. I hate when fans, people that love a radio show, an entertainer, a celebrity, an athlete, I love how people automatically like to say when they get big and successful, they call them sellouts. Why is that? You would think that you would be happy for somebody that you're a fan of. I, I know before I got on the radio, I, I was a fan of the Ron and Ron show. And when they were getting syndicated all over the place, I didn't think they sold out. I was like, good for them. They're bigger and better. The bigger they get, the bigger celebrities, bigger guests, bigger things that they'll be able to do. So if you're really a true fan of Joe Rogan, you should be nothing but happy for his success in getting this deal. Starting on September 1st, the entire JRE library will be available on Spotify. And that's the thing about YouTube. They do not do as good as they could in keeping the people posting some of your own content, some of your own creative material that you put out. People are constantly on YouTube like jacking, straight up jacking and robbing people that work hard, that are creative, sit down, take the time to write something and put out a video and it gets jacked every single day and reposted for people to try to steal hits, to try to steal subscribers and it happens. So now with Joe Rogan moving to Spotify, he's going to have more control over people jacking his stuff, stealing it from him and reposting it. Bubba, Bubba Loves Bud had this problem. Manson, Manson, all the Manson's bits all the bits that you heard on the Bubba the Love Sponge show, just search Bubba the Love Sponge on YouTube and look how many random people have posted some of Bubba's material on their YouTube page just to get hits. And these motherfuckers are probably, they're monetized because some of these videos, hell, they got close to a million goddamn hits and it's all Bubba's content. And YouTube does not do a great job. And Joe, Joe Rogan is still going to have this problem because there's going to be somebody on YouTube that's going to go on Spotify, rip the show, screen record it, record it, whatever, and repurpose it on his YouTube page. And you know what? YouTube's not going to do a fucking thing to take care of Joe Rogan and his intellectual property. It, it just, it's not going to happen. And now that Joe Rogan is on Spotify, he'll be able to keep it a little bit more under control, but I guarantee you there's going to be some asshole that's going to record it every single day and post it on his channel. And YouTube, all they're going to do is turn a goddamn blind eye. 
That's exactly what they'll do. As well as all the other platforms, then somewhere around the end of the year, it will become exclusive to Spotify, including the video version of the podcast. It will be the exact same show. I'm not going to be an employee of Spotify. I'm sure a guy like Joe Rogan, he's got an agent. You don't get that big and not have an agent or a business guy or a manager to help you out with those decisions. But did you hear that? Joe Rogan is not an employee. Oh, Spotify. He's a contracted employee. So so that means he's going to have a lot of control. He's not going to have to answer to any of the executives at Spotify. They're buying his show as is. Take it or leave it. And I'm sure Joe has protected himself in some ways. And that's kind of why he probably most likely worded it in that way, that he's not an employee of Spotify. He's a third-party contracted employee. They are just buying his content, the right to be able to play his show and the video. The audio and the video will be Spotify, but he does not work for Spotify at all. So for you guys that want to call Joe Rogan a sellout because he's going to Spotify now and you think he's going to change and become corporate and all. No, that's not going to happen. I'm sure I'll bet the fucking farm on it. I know that Joe Rogan did not sell his library. Joe Rogan still owns all of his past material and future material that he does. This is just giving him a platform, a better way to distribute his content that he's putting out. We're going to be working with the same crew doing the exact same show. The only difference will be it will now be available on the largest audio platform in the world. Nothing else will change. It will be free. And don't think that I'm calling Joe Rogan's listeners the people that support his show idiots, but he posted this Instagram. It was on Instagram. This audio that I'm playing for you was on his Instagram feed. And he even says in the audio, everything's going to be free. But his listeners, his supporters were like, oh, you're selling out. Now I'm going to have to pay for the Joe Rogan experience. What happened, Joe? I always thought you said your podcast, the Joe Rogan experience, was always going to be free. He just said it in the fucking audio. It's going to be free. And it's not just Joe Rogan's people. People just hear whatever they want to hear. I don't know if it's selective hearing or reading comprehension. I don't know. Is it just Americans? Maybe it's just Americans. Maybe we've just become too fat, happy, and lazy, and we don't pay attention. We just hear what we want to hear. So you know what? Guys, pay attention. When your guy, the guy you support, the guy that you love and listen to every single day, when he says something, just listen. Take it in. Absorb it. I don't give a fuck how you do it. If it's through osmosis, I don't know how you can... Well, I guess you could put your iPod or your computer up against your head, but I don't give a damn. Just listen. The guy said it's going to be free, so don't be bitching. It'll be free to you. You just have to go to Spotify to get it. We're very excited to begin this new chapter of the JRE, and I hope you're there when we cross over. In closing. This is good news. This is fantastic news, even for radio broadcasters. This is great news because it shows that you can go from terrestrial radio, which Joe Rogan has never been on before. These content people, the these DJs, these radio personalities, talk show hosts, they have options now. I've told you, I want to get back on regular radio. I, I love broadcast radio. I want to get back there. But I'm not going to stop doing this Total Daily Podcast. No, this this is something I'm going to be doing on a daily basis. Now, when I get back on broadcast radio, this podcast might get a little bit shorter. I'm still going to give you daily content on the Total Daily Podcast because this is like a backup plan. Because broadcast radio, it is brutal. It is fucking brutal. I swear to God, gazelles and antelopes and, and wildebeest, they have an easier life than some of these broadcast radio people because your day could end at any minute. Not day, just any minute, any second. 
You could say something stupid on the air that an advertiser doesn't like or your boss doesn't agree with or or your company that you work for that they don't agree with your opinions, your views. They could get rid of you in a heartbeat and, and just like, well, I got a contract. They can't get rid of me. No, well, if they want to get rid of you, they will fucking get rid of you. They do not care about the people that provide them content. So I think this is good for radio. And it's also good for podcasters because it shows like what Tom and Dan's doing. And Tom and Dan, a mediocre with Tom and Dan, Tom Van, Daniel Dennis. This, this right here, it shows you that it can be done because on, on a local scale in Orlando, Tom and Dan is the Joe Rogan of Orlando podcast. And there's no debate about that. And I'm not trying to like say Tom and Dan are just locally. I'm sure I, I know for a fact because they've told me they got listeners all over this country, just not to the scale of a Joe Rogan, but I think they could be there. So what I'm saying is this just gives all podcasters a hope. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys, I told you, I, hell, you know what? It's probably been a week and a half, two weeks when I first uh, promoted this, when I first like threw it out there and said I was going to talk about it. And I've just been so busy and I'm not going to complain. I would rather have more stuff than I need to talk about on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I've had that. I've had some really, really good shit to get into. And I just have not gotten into this because I wanted to be able to give it enough time and attention that it needed before I got into it. Because like yesterday or day before any of the podcasts in the previous couple of weeks, listen, I could have gotten to it already, but I just did not have enough time. I am really pissed and I just have to set the backstory so you guys understand about my parents, the people that fucked them over and why they are so pissed. And my parents, they're they're pretty much guarded people. They're nice. They make friends very, very easily, but they don't let a lot of people into that inner circle, ones that they trust. I don't know where that comes from, but that's just the way that they've always been. But when you get in that inner circle, my parents are some of the most loyal people that that you will ever find. And and I'm just giving you guys a heads up. I'm about to pit a lot of people on blast. People are like, oh, how can you say this? Air out people's dirty laundry. They're not public people, but I got to stop you there. In the day of age of social media, if you create, if you create a Facebook page, a Twitter page, Instagram, TikTok, any of that bullshit, if you do that, you're no longer a private person because you are pitting your life online for anybody to look at. So what I'm about to tell you, I don't feel bad about because both of these people 
are on social media. And I'm going to give you out their, their accounts. You can message them if you want to when you hear this and ask them why they did this. Because I tried to contact these people a lot of times. I've given them many, many opportunities to make things right, but they haven't. They've lied to me. They have lied every chance that they can get just to buy them some more time. And I'm done with it. I, I really, really am. And it's not a big deal. I'm not a physical person. I'm not a violent person. So I don't want you to think that I would ever do anything. Hell, me just talking about this, this, this woman's husband is a goddamn giant. So if you hear about me being in the emergency room, it's most likely because of this podcast. The only reason that it's taken me this long to find out about this whole situation, this big clusterfuck, is because I've been spending a lot of time in Tampa working on Bubba Show. But with this pandemic going on, I've come home. I'm helping take care of them. They have not left the house in two months. And I've been talking to my parents a lot more. And I found out what these people did to my parents because... I didn't see him around anymore. I'm pitting every fucking people. I'm pitting them, every one of them, husband, wife, and daughter. And the daughter is above 18. So she's an adult. And you know what? She really didn't have anything to do with it, but she's just a casualty. Your parents did my parents dirty. So all of you guys are going to be casualties of my fury. Listen, I've given you guys, Marianne, Marianne, Michael, where are you guys at? You know, I've been warning you. I've been telling you. If you didn't make things right, I was going to use the resources that I had to make things right. And that's what I'm doing now. And everything I'm saying is 100% true. And I can't get in trouble for that as long as it's true, Marianne and Michael. Hell, you know what? While we're at it, Mary Ann. And I'm going to spell this out. If you want, if you guys want to look her up on Facebook, it's Mary Ann. M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-E. I don't know how you say this middle name, but Gavenda. G-A-V-E-N-D-A, Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S, and her husband, Michael, spelled how you, you think it would be, Haynes as well too. What I'm trying to say is that these guys, the, this couple made friends, became friends with my parents. And that's not an easy thing to do. Got into that inner circle of trust. Now, Marianne and Michael, not the most well-off people. They lived in a pretty shitty camper. And when I'm talking camper, I'm talking like what you would have seen Brad Pitt as a gypsy in the movie Snatch. Those type of caravans. And that's what they are. Marianne and Michael are goddamn gypsy because they came in in the dark of night, befriended my parents. Hell, guess what? My parents would cook for them every night, give them food because you know what? They didn't have enough money to be able to eat every night. And my parents, out of the kindness of their heart, would give them food, dinner. My mom's a good cook. And I don't want you guys to think that, you know, they came right out of the gate trying to take advantage of my parents. No, hell no. Good con men don't do that. People that are in for the con don't go for the score right away. You want to soften your markup. You want to soften the markup. And, you know, Mark, you, you've heard Mark before. Bubba used that term all the time. And you know where that comes from? The carnies. The people working the carnivals. They would see somebody. That's a sucker. See him walking by. That is a mark. That's my mark. We're going to take him for every bit of money he has. And that's what these people did. They didn't come right out. They befriended my parents. Hell, my dad took Michael out on the boat a lot of times to go fishing. My dad doesn't do that a lot. My dad's got like two friends that live here in the Hobo Fish Camp that he takes out fishing. So he would take Michael out all the time. My mom, 
hung out with Marianne all the time. And, and my mom and dad actually considered them friends, would do anything for them. And my parents are the type of people that would give their shirt off of their own back just for you. That's the type of people that they are. Now, I haven't gotten the full story about how did, did my parents offer them the money or did Marianne and Michael ask my parents for the money? I don't know. Do not know. But either way, it doesn't matter. My dad has always told me, do not expect to loan money to anybody and, and expect to get it back because you can't. When you loan somebody money, yes, it would be great if you got the money back, but don't expect. And I want you to think this is not about the money. My parents are actually hurt. My mom is was crying, took a long time to get over this from what she said. It's not about the money. It's just about my mom and dad feeling like they were betrayed. And I'm not, I'm not going to give you the amount that my parents loaned them, but let's just say this. My parents were smart. My mom and dad, not, not the richest people in the world, but they've done okay for themselves. They've invested. My dad, before I was born, bought a lot of property. You know, they, they just recently sold it a couple of years ago. So they're set. They're fine for, for their education and the work that they've done. My dad owned his own business. My mom worked at General Electric. She was a baker at Winn-Dixie. So I don't want you to think that we're well off because we're not. But for my parents to give anybody any money, you know, it, it's not like they could afford it. They did it because these people were their friends. So they loaned it to them. And then out of nowhere, I guess my parents woke up one morning because I wasn't here. I was over in Tampa. But these people, mom, mom and dad woke up. They were gone. They were fucking gone. Just like the gypsies and Brad Pitt's family in the movie Snatch. They, they just disappeared. And my parents have been trying to get a hold of them. I guess they changed their cell phone numbers and stuff. Because they, they, they've disappeared like fucking Jimmy Hoffa. I've been friends with both of them on Facebook. And this is the only reason I'm putting out all of their information on this podcast. They are public figures now because they chose to be on Facebook. They chose to be on Facebook. And if you would like to check them out, you can easily do that. Be nice. Don't threaten anybody. But just, I would like for you to ask them. Just ask them. Be polite. Say, hey, Marianne. Michael, Marianna Michael Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S, New Smyrna Beach, Florida. Ask them why they did my parents dirty. Because Marianna Michael made it seem like they were friends. They waited for that moment. Like any good comment, my parents got their guard down and tried to help them out with the goodness of their heart. And they just hauled ass like nothing ever mattered. All the good things that my mom and dad did. All the times my dad took Michael out on the boat. All the times that my mom and Marianne would go to Goodwill to shop. All the dinners that they would give them. Yeah, that was, that was nothing. It was all a ploy. It was all a shell game for them to get their claws in to my parents. Who are elderly, elderly. That's gotta be a, that's gotta be criminal, right? It's gotta be criminal for you to pray and take advantage of senior citizens. And these people are not old, probably late forties in their fifties, taking advantage of two elderly people that busted their ass their entire life to scratch and get every penny that they have right now. And I'll be goddamn if I'm going to let some white trash Yankees from New York take advantage of my parents. You don't get to come down to Florida 
and just take advantage of the citizens. Because, you know, Yankees, people from the North, they think they're better and smarter than the people from the South. And I got to tell you, Michael, Michael and Maryam, you would have done this shit to my dad when he was in his 40s or 50s. It wouldn't have been good for you. I, I'm just saying that. It would not have been good for either one of you if you would have pulled this shit on my dad when he was in his prime. Not a lot of people fucked with my dad back in the day. I mean, he was your stereotypical man's man, real man, iron worker. And when I mean iron worker, I mean the type of iron worker that would walk six stories up. No safety harness. None at all. There, there was no safety equipment back when my dad was an iron worker. It just wasn't around. My dad never welded with his shirt on. He, he didn't. I'm sure he's going to pay for it. I mean, he doesn't have cancer yet in his uh, mid-70s. But yeah, man's man. And I'm not trying to blow my dad in, but they would pound beers at lunchtime and get back up on the iron and walk without a piece of fucking safety equipment. And my dad never fell. Used to get in fights all the time. And I'm just saying, Michael, Maryam, just be glad that you did this to my dad when he was elderly. Because it wouldn't have been good for you guys if you would have pulled this shit when he was uh, in his prime, like I said. You know, this this is not about the money. It's not about the money. My dad felt betrayed. He was embarrassed that he let his guard down. And you guys, you, you carnies, you gypsies, took advantage of him. Shit won't happen again. I can guarantee you that. It won't happen again. And I just want to give you a heads up. Just letting you guys know if you live in Volusia County and you have somebody come clean your house to come clean up housekeeping service, make sure that you do not use Marianne's uh, self-employed business, a business that she started. Make sure before you hire any cleaning service in Volusia County, you do not hire Sunshine Professional Cleans in New Smyrna. I'm not accusing her, but if we're going through past history, you're not going to want this bitch in your house cleaning because your valuables are going to come up missing. I'm not saying she would do it. Not saying she will do it. I'm just saying proof is in the pudding. History counts for the future. And what I know, history says, Marianne, this bitch, this cunt is going to rob you blind. So don't leave your valuables around. Mary Ann. Mary Ann. Here, let me get into it. Mary Ann Govinda Haynes. And I'm going to spell it out for you. If you just want to say hi. And like I said, be respectful. Don't threaten. Just say, hey, why'd you do Tuttle's parents dirty? Mary Ann. M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-E. Govinda. Middle name, Govinda. G-A-V-E-N-D-A. Haynes. H-A-Y-N-E-S. And her husband, Michael James Haynes. Last name Haynes. H-A-Y-N-E-S. Now, I'm giving Michael the benefit of the doubt. The guy that I said was a giant. And if you if you see me in the ER or the hospital, it's because of Michael. And what I said on this podcast, I don't know if he knew any about this. I, I, I'm giving Michael the benefit of the doubt. And maybe his wife pulled this whole long con game that she pulled off. And Michael doesn't know about it. But Michael, if you didn't know about it, make things right. Call my dad up. He still got the same number. Say hi. Explain yourself. Because if your wife did this without you knowing, I don't, I don't condone violence, but in Volusia County, there's a lot of husbands, white trash husbands, you know, maybe, you know, giving their wife some corrections. I'm not telling you to do that. This is all in parody. 
we're having fun. We're, it's just jokes, guys. Just jokes. Oh, Marianne and Michael, just giving you a heads up. I was nothing but respectful hanging out with your daughter. But now, if I can find out that Michael and Marianne did this, I regret not trying to fuck your daughter. Because I gotta tell you, you guys aren't the most attractive people. You produce a pretty good looking daughter. And you know what? Wish I would have grudge fucked her. Because at least I would have some type of satisfaction that you guys got one over on my mom and dad. Then I could always come back and throw it at you that I fucked your daughter. It's one of my biggest regrets. And now looking back on it, I probably should have done it. So, Michael, Mary Ann, I'll give this out one more time. One more time. And like I said, guys, be respectful. No physical threats. Just say, say hi. Say hi to Marianne and Michael Haynes and ask them, why'd you fuck over Tuttle's parents? One more time. I'll spell it out so you guys can find them. And this is all in New Smyrna Beach. Marianne Govinda Haynes. Mary M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-E. Govinda. G-A-V-E-N-D-A. Haynes. H-A-Y-N-E-S and her husband, Michael James Haynes. Just say hi. Say what's up. Maybe you guys, uh, you know, messaging them, asking them why they did my parents dirty. They might give them a call. Like I said, it's not about the bunny. It would just be nice if they would man up and just say, hey, sorry, man, you're right. We were cons. We took advantage of you. And you don't have to apologize. I think my parents would feel better if you guys would just come clean and say, Hey, the whole time, soon as we saw you, we knew you were Marks and we took advantage of you. They'd be better off. They'd feel much better, Michael and Marianne, if you did that for them. That's about it. I, I really don't have much else to say, except if your daughter's around, tell her to holler at me. Easy to find. Hell, might be your son-in-law one day. Who knows? I think it's fucked up what you did to my parents. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pair Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. Pocket Pair Club doubles the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. And it's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411-507. That's 411-507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Having to go out. Had to take a break from the Tuttle Daily Podcast. My dad. My dad has had a nosebleed all goddamn day. It's been bad. And no, my dad's not doing massive amounts of cocaine or anything like that. He's just on blood thinners. I I don't know what it is. I think he's on Warfarin. Yeah, Warfarin, I think, is the blood thinner that he's on. He's had uh, heart problems in the past. Not, Not in, like, a couple of decades, but he's still on it. So anytime he gets any cuts and shit like that, he bleeds like a stuck pig. And you've heard my mom, you've heard me mention my mom's friend, Louise. Louise was a uh, nurse practitioner, nurse practitioner. I guess that's above the, above a registered nurse. Cause I think a nurse practitioner can write scripts for you. And I gotta tell you with my past and my addictive personality, the first time I heard that she could write scripts, asked her if she could still do it. Like, hell yeah. 
Write me some oxys or write me some hydros. Maybe a little bit for personal use. Maybe a little bit to sell. And that's all parody, guys. I'm, I'm just joking. But, yeah, she said Vaseline. Vaseline. I, and I know Vaseline. I know fighters and boxers and stuff like that use Vaseline. But I didn't know putting it in your nose. Uh, Louise said, you know, when you automatically, everybody said, put a paper towel in your nose. Well, when you put that paper towel in your nose, yeah, it, it does help it clot, but it also sticks to the wound. And every time you pull out the uh, piece of toilet paper, you're ripping that scab back off and it's starting to bleed again. So I guess that's why Vaseline, I, I, I guess that's why she said to use Vaseline because I think it's going to cover the wound, keep it moist. You don't have to rip stuff off. You're not going to be ripping off the scab. I don't know. I have to look that up. But hell, she went to school for it. She worked many, many years in the uh, health industry. So I'm, I'm going to go with what she has to say. Vaseline it is. Now, I am stopping at the whitest of white trash places in all of Oak Hill. And that's the Sunoco, which I'm walking into right now. And my favorite person that works at the Sunoco is here, but she's on the phone and I'm not going to bother her. Hello. Hey, what's up? Oh, you'll talk to me. You're good. Hey, do you guys sell Vaseline in here? We did it to the behind the counter. And I'm not using it to jack off with or anything. I just need it because my dad's got a nosebleed. Eh. Vaseline jelly right there. Uh, let me, uh, you know what? I'll get this. But I mean, do you have any of the regular Vaseline stuff? Oh, God damn it. All right, hold on. This will work. This will work. We'll see. I really appreciate it. See, I told you, you're the man. You're the man. So what kind of, how many hours you work a week here? You don't know? So many. So many. I haven't never caught your name. What's your name? I'm Brian. Brian, I'm Patrick. I go by Tuttle on the radio, so. Um, but I do this podcast, and I record when I go out, so. And I find you guys interesting and cool, and that's it. Well, that's what we like about our company. Yeah. Well, I got Vaseline. Let me see what this says here. It's not the uh, stereotype. Yeah, this is this is definitely Vaseline. It just doesn't come in the little jar. It says intensive care, essential healing, Vaseline jelly. Keeps dry skin healed for three weeks without feeling greasy. See, I hate, I hate masturbating with this stuff. I tried it one time. Shit is hard as hell to get off your dick. Oh, oh, see, you know how this, you know how I know this is like straight up, um... They got boiled peanuts, boiled peanuts, and they got the pickled sausages and eggs. And I would get them, but I'm sure they are so infected with the corona. I hate it when people just say bullshit at the fucking counter. It's usually getting scratchers or people wanting to keep up on all the white trash drama around here. Because there's a fucking trailer park that's right behind us. Uh, oh yeah no i like that i like the ambiance um dad's bloody nose this is not gonna work oh it's not you don't have no vaseline all right do you have any regular vaseline I have... i'll bite off if you got it that's fine if you ain't got it you ain't got it but i'll take that too because i've been lotioning a lot <laughs> if you know what I mean without saying other things that I'm doing. Uh, trust me, I know. I know. Because I'm a guy. Carpal tunnel. No, I was talking about taking care of myself. But. 
I think you didn't. You didn't get the. You didn't get the uh, picture. I'll take oh, both of yeah. those things. I definitely got the picture. You wind up with a torn rotator cuff. Oh, I've done that before. You're gonna wind up looking like Popeye on one side. I'm very aggressive when I do that. <laughs> I like it to hurt. <laughs> Most guys do this when yeah. I wear a belt. Sometimes I use sandpaper. Two-in-one. Smooth the skin while you're at it. No, I use a fine grit. I go <laughs> I go rough at the beginning. All right, see ya. Bye. See ya. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?